Blog Talk Radio. Sheila White. I am the president and co-founder of Her Cries Are Heard, an organization that focuses on preventing violence against females. One in three women have been victims of physical abuse or violence by an intimate partner or non Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. Each week, we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes can be difficult to talk about. These issues concern children and adults who may be autistic, have Asperger's, or have mental disorders of any kind. We will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with these persons. Now, let's start the show. Hello, hello, hello. Happy New Year, everybody. This is your uh, host, Maceo Coleman, standing in with your other hostess with the mostest, Jenny White. How are you doing today, Jenny White? How are you doing, Jenny? I'm okay. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. I can hear you now. Yeah, I just wonder, how's the, how's the year going so far? Uh, well, wait a minute. This This is just... The nineteenth, isn't it, or the twelfth? Uh, we on twelve. Okay, then we're a little uh, slow. <laughs> I just wanted to know how your year was going. That's all. Uh, for twelve days. <laughs> for twelve days. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> well, so far. So far, it's kind of slow to me, but you know, what do you think uh, well, about you? Sound like it's going. Look like it's going pretty fast to me. Is it? The month. The month is halfway over. Yeah, right about that. It's uh, kind of slow for me. Well, we got a little snow. I know you've been waiting for that. So, congratulations. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. And one of my limbs fell down, too. That's the reason I don't park in front of your house. Because <laughs> I don't well, want it, it to fall. Yeah. I need to go out there and pull it out of the way. Well, I don't think you got to worry about it too much now. But anyway, what we're going to talk about tonight on January 12th, 2024, and my power keeps jumping on and off, is the laws of attraction and your New Year's resolution. So if you got a New Year's resolution, yeah, we're going to ask you about it. uh, Or a New Year's goal, we're going to ask you if you'd be uh, willing to share that information with us. Uh, And today we're going to get kind of deep 
we're going to get kind of deep with it. So it's going to be more probably, you know, more than a one-part series. We're going to talk about uh, the laws of attraction, New Year's resolutions and goals. We're going to talk about manifestation, chakras, vibrations, frequencies. Mm, and that's a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all comes together. So it's going to take more than one show to talk about it, but that's where we're going to start. So we'll be jumping around from here and there, and we'll, you know, be asking for a little audience participation today. But the Well, I see someone that has put their hand up already. Yeah, well, that's okay. all good. Let me, read this. Let me read this intro before we get started, and then you can okay. bring them in. Laws of attraction and your New Year's resolutions and goals, because at the beginning of every year, most people make resolutions or set goals on what they want to achieve for the year, 2024. So going to the gym, making more money, losing weight, you know, are just some of the things that people uh, choose to do for the beginning of the year. And so tonight we'll talk about how to manifest these things into your life by the laws of attraction. We'll talk about how to change your frequency to attract the things and the lifestyle you want. So, all right, that's what we're going to start with. Okay. Well, I'm thinking this is Dorothy. I don't know. Yes, is that you? All right. Yes, ma'am, it is. I wanted to say Happy New Year to Mr. Maceo. Happy New Year, Ms. Elam. <laughs> how you doing? I'm good, and yourself? Good, good. Always good to hear from you. Why, thank you. You made my new year. (laughs) All right. Well, we're just getting started. It gets better. So what we're going to do, what we're going to do to get this party started is uh, talk about the basic philosophy behind the laws of attraction. And what that is, is the laws of attraction is that energy precedes manifestation, positive thoughts may bring positive results into a person's life, while negative thoughts may bring the opposite. So life is a vibration. We're going to uh, talk about that. And um, so let me me get started. So a lot of people will wonder how you get started with the laws of attraction. So according to this philosophy, you create your own reality. What you focus on is what you draw into your life. And it suggests that what you believe will happen in your life and what is and what does happen. Some things that you can do to incorporate the law of attraction into your own life include being grateful, visualize your goals, Look for the positives in a situation. A lot of people have tendency to talk negatively about things and not even know it. You know that. You know. I hope I don't get. I hope this car don't run into me. You know. I, I hope that. You know something bad doesn't happen to me. You know something like that. And so you know speaking those things out into reality. You know a lot of times bring those things to pass. So we have to learn how to identify negative thinking, use positive affirmations, 
and to reframe negative events into in a more positive way. So while the law of attraction may not be an immediate solution for all of our life's challenges, it can help us learn to cultivate a more optimistic outlook on our life. And it may also help you stay motivated to continue working towards your goals. And so I often say, and I had a conversation with a friend the other day, and he was just talking about things that, you know, were pissing him off, you know, with some situations he was dealing with. And I told him he had to change his way of thinking about that situation. You know, he had to remove himself from the equation so he wasn't taking those things personally. And then at that point, the same things could be happening, dealing with the same people, and they're saying the same thing, but he would react differently and therefore feel differently about the circumstances. He wouldn't be feeling as bad and disrespectful, you know, disrespected that he was feeling if he just changed his perspective and outlook on the whole situation, even though everything was the same. And I think a lot of times that's what we have to do in order to make ourselves feel better. You know, that's one of the things that we have to do. Um, so what I'm, I'm going to be jumping around a little bit, just touching on different things and kind of bringing it all, all around full circle. So, you know, if you have any questions or want to chime in anytime during, you know, my dissertation, feel free to do so. But, um, one of the things I'm going to talk about is chakras. And if you don't know what a what chakra is, that? is, what is that? it's called chakra. C-H-A-K-R-A-S. And a chakra, mm-hmm. the definition is a Sanskrit word, literally meaning wheel or circle. In a deeper sense, the word describes the whirlpools or vortices of energy located along the central axis of our body in the deep or astral spine. So just imagine your spine in the middle of your back. That's where your chakras are. So the chakras are part of what might be called our spiritual anatomy. Just as there's an anatomy to the physical body and maps to the physical world, so also there's a definite anatomy of our spiritual being as well as maps and guideposts to follow along the path of inner awakening. If we understand the spiritual anatomy, then we will find it much easier to advance in our search of God. What I've found is, for the most part, these things aren't taught. They're definitely not taught in school, and you have to search these things out or stumble upon them, or maybe someone will tell you about them, and then maybe you won't even understand it then. But some of these things are the things that will awaken us and will allow us to have a different experience on this earth. While we're in our natural bodies, we can have a spiritual experience. Uh, a lot of us. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, you when know, I'm asleep? Well, I mean, when you sleep, you dream. And that's really probably the closest we are to God when we 
when we're sleeping. So a lot of times, and I'm glad that you said that, people say, you know, they say go to sleep with positive thoughts. Go to sleep with things that you want to happen in your life. You know, don't go to sleep mad. You know, don't go to sleep thinking negative thoughts, you know, about how all your bills are due and, you know, all that stuff. Go to sleep thinking positive things, and those things will will uh, materialize. Be, yeah, they'll materialize. You know, they'll you'll be thinking about those things when you sleep as opposed to thinking about something negative. That's just like going to sleep with the TV on, and then you wake up thinking about monsters, you know, because you went to sleep, you know, with a monster movie <laughs> on or something crazy, you know. Or something so, demonic, Lucy, you know. have you had that? Uh, oh, Lucy before? on the phone. Lucy on the phone. You got to You got to introduce. She say that? Well, you got to introduce her. You got to bring her on. Lucy. Hello. Well, I guess we got Sister Lucy Payne on the phone. How you doing? I don't hear. I well, heard her I... for a minute. I did too. Well, she come. Well, she come back. Maybe she having snow issues. Well, we're having <laughs> lightning and thunder over here. Right, really? Right. My, you my didn't cable hear keep it. Going. No, my I ain't leaf, here. My, my my tree is falling apart. <laughs> did you call it? Sound like y'all having issues. The one in front. Yeah. You should have called the city. Well, it just happened. I'm sure the city busy right now. I know that. Well, no, it, it, it didn't just happen. It's been there. She just ain't called on it. All right. Well, so let me go one, back. Yeah. To let, let me go back to these chakras. To so sleeping. I tell y'all what, so I can tell y'all what this is, and y'all can kind of look for it. There are there's seven chakras. And, for example, the point between your eyebrows, the sixth chakra, is that part of body, what? will, mind? You ain't never heard of chakra? No, spell it. C-H-A-K-R-A. Now, people, you know, that have done yoga, I'm sure, have been exposed to it. But chakras are a part of our body. It's a part of... Our spiritual being. It's a part of, you know, you've heard of the spine and you've heard of your vertebrae and you've heard of all the medical sense, but you haven't heard of your spine. But the chakra is speaking of your spine in a spiritual sense. You know, I'm sure that you've heard, you know, of acupuncture and if you have certain pains, they're associated with different parts of your body. If you massage, you know, the the sole of your foot, then it may help with your uh, constipation or indigestion. If you, you know, were to uh, massage the, the inner part of your forearm, it may help with a heart issue, you know, that type of thing. So the chakra is the spiritual part of our body, of our anatomy. And these are the things that we need to tap into to raise our spiritual awareness and and our spiritual frequencies because there are frequencies that and levels 
that we can reach in our lifetime that will help to not only attract certain things to us, but it will help us to look at things not just from what we see with our eyes, but, you know, what we feel with our intuition, things of that nature. I'm sure you've had times where you've thought of something, you know, and, and you know, you thought of somebody, you know, you thought of somebody you hadn't talked to, you know, and then 15, 20 minutes later they called you. You'd be like, I ain't talked to you in two years, but you just crossed my mind 15 minutes ago, you know, that type of stuff. Uh, you know, it's, it's, yeah, you know, sometimes that that happens. What did you what did oh, you I, call I know it, it does. now? It, you know, I'm, well, I'm talking about the I'm talking about the chakra. I'm talking about there are different frequencies and vibrations that we have to uh, associate with um, in order to bring certain things into our lives. You know, if you just think on a scale from one to seven, and your vibration is a three. You know, but you're trying to attract something that, you know, you're trying to attract a monetary, uh, uh, you're trying to attract a monetary amount. You know, I want to, I want to, you know, bring my net worth to 500,000. I want to bring my, you know, and 500,000 might be at a frequency four, but you're operating on a frequency two or three, and you just can't seem to get there, and you don't understand why. It's because you are on a, you know, you might have a poverty mindset. You know, you may think of, you know, oh, man, I wonder how many bills I'm getting in the mail today instead of, you know, hey, I wonder how many checks coming in the mail today, you know. Uh, And so, you know, if you're thinking, oh, I wonder how many bills I got, yeah, you got a whole bunch of mail, you got a whole bunch of bills, you know. But if you think, you know, well, I wonder how many checks I got today, you know, and okay, it may you may still have them bills, but one day you might get a check, you know, and so you'd be like, well, you know, I did not expect this to come. I don't know where this came from. I, You know, this was something that I didn't anticipate, you know, so it's about bringing well, is that those good things. good or bad? <laughs> well, I think if you get a check, it's good. I ain't never uh-huh. heard nobody get no money and say it was bad. But, I yeah, mean, but you can manifest happen. bad things. You can manifest bad things because there are negative people. There are people that just, you know, everything in in their life is negative. They're just depressed. Misery loves company. And so those are the things that they attract. They bring on more bad news, more bad things. Nothing seems to go right, you know. Ain't, Ain't nobody acting right, you know. I ain't got no money, you know. They're just unhappy. And so these are the things that, that they are dealing with. And and some people don't know how to get out of that cycle. You know, some things are generational. They were taught by your, your, your grandparents and your parents. And so they've, you know, been passed down. And so this is, you know, the, the energy that you have. And so, um, you know, it's well, deep, can it, I, I, I'm trying to understand this. That is something that people, Think about, oh, and it happens. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying it can happen. And part of it happening is that you have to feel it and believe it. Just like they say in the Bible, having the faith of a mustard seed, you know, 
having the faith of a mustard seed is basically believing that something is going, that you're going to get something that you want and having that feeling like you already have it. You know, you have to trick your mind into thinking that way. You know, you and that's where meditation and positive affirmations comes from. You know, I am, I am rich, I am, I am confident, I am, you know, the best at what I do. I am, you know, I am, I, you are whatever you are, you know, but not, I am thinking about so becoming. Fact, are you saying that that's something I need to do? Uh, okay, just for, I didn't pay for my life. And so I should be walking around the house every day saying, I'm going to get some money to pay for these lights. Is that the way it works? Well, if you don't have the money. Right. And you need the money. I don't mo- have and you it. need the money. If and you don't I don't want money, my lights off. Well, I'm saying that thinking positively that, you know, you know you need this money. I'm going to get this money. I mean, you know, that's where faith comes in. I mean, you, you believe in God for, I'm sure, far less. Or I'm sure, you know, people have asked for far less from God, you know, but God, I need this bill to be paid by the third or they're going to cut me off. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know how I'm going to get it, but I know I need it, you know. So I'm just trusting in you. You know, and I ain't worried about it, you know. and So I just at, say that in the house, right, or I'm you thinking it wherever, about it. You say, you say it wherever you at. You have to feel it. It's not only what you say. It's how you okay. feel. Spiritual. You have to believe. Yeah, it's spiritual. You have to believe it. You have to feel like it's done. And And then, I mean, you know, I'm sure ain't nobody trying to go around praying to get the bills paid, you know, without no money. But I'm sure there's a whole lot of people that's doing it, you know. But um, if you got the money, pay your bill. But if you ain't got the money and you don't know where it's coming from, then you got then you got to pray. You you need to manifest the money. And and so the whole key is that that opportunity will present itself wherever it comes from. You just have to believe that it's going to happen. So, you know, so it's spiritual uh, as well. You know, we're not talking necessarily, um, well, I mean, it's all spiritual. It's, you know, but, you know, we're talking in terms of uh, ways to tap into the spirituality other than just reading your Bible. You know, we're talking about things in your body. We're talking about your spine and the different uh, uh, chakras or the different, uh, and I'm going to tell you what the chakras are while we're talking about it. The first chakra is located at the base of the spine. It's also called the the Muladhara or the Cossack Center. So right at the right at the lower 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 um, base of your your spine, right before your butt, the cosmic center. Hell From on. this center radiates the nerves that go to the lower <laughs> parts of the body, the anus. What did you say, Dorsey? It's near the tailbone. He's he's correct. Yeah, that's I have exactly practiced. What it is. I 
I have practiced this for years. And All right. just recently talked to a friend of mine who to my house and does massages. She does medical massaging. And she reminded me of a couple of things that I had had just totally forgotten. Like right. trying to uh since I've had my spine surgery, trying to relax myself enough to do my physical therapy here at home by myself. And um, just Monday, she said, you forgot how to relax your body. And I said, she said, um, did you forget about Cupid's bow? And I said, I did. And so I massaged the Cupid's bow, and the pain went away. I continued the therapy. Hmm. When I felt the tightness and the pain coming back in, I laid down. I waited 10 minutes. Did the Cupid's bow again, got back into it until I was complete. So mm. with all the surgeries that I've had since 2017 is when she came. She's been my friend for years. but And she went to school for massage therapy. She's one of the top black people here in the city, but she doesn't advertise herself. She remains private. Because that's the way she wants because she doesn't want a slew of people saying that they need help, and then they're only going to do it until they feel better and not proceed to take it on through the rest of their lives or even share it like you're sharing it. So um, chakras do exist, Virginia, and they are so helpful. They're better than any medication that any doctor can give you. Hmm. I didn't know it was a name for something like that. Like you but I thought I uh I didn't know Susie was gonna call me and I was just thinking about her. See I didn't know there was a word that that is that. more spiritual than it is a chakra. Yeah, it's, that's yeah, that, like what 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 Maceo said. That's like having the face of the mustard seed. Yeah, so okay. like I said, I was you know kind of jumping around, you know, to touch on a couple you know different things and then bringing it full circle. But let me read. Uh, let me um, cover all these chakras. So the first chakra is the Mulatara or the by the Cossack area at the um, base of the the spine uh, that from this center radiates the nerves that go to the lower parts of the body uh, from the anus and the legs. Now, the second chakra, an inch and a half above the first chakra, is the, you know, a lot of these words sound Indian, a swadhisthana or sacral center. The nerves from this center operate the reproductive system. The third chakra, opposite the navel, in the astral spine is the Manipura, or lumbar center. I'm sure you've heard of lumbar in your back. The nerves from which operate the digestive system and all the internal organs and glands in the abdominal cavity, spleen, liver, kidneys, adrenals. The fourth chakra, at the region of the heart in the spine, is the anahata, or dorsal center, 
from which nerves radiate out to the heart, lungs, and chest, and into the arms and hands. The fifth chakra, the visada, or cervical center, from which nerves radiate to the throat, neck, and vocal cords, is opposite the throat and the spine. So this is where they're placed in your spine. So, you know, and, and if you're looking at a map and they're showing a person sitting in a yoga position with their legs crossed and they have little different colored lights uh, showing on a map in different parts of your spine, green, yellow, red, you know, just showing where your chakras are located. The sixth chakra, the highest spinal center, this is the highest one on your spine, is the medulla oblongata at the base of the brain, just above the place where the skull connects with the neck. Its positive pole is the ajna chakra at the point between the eyebrows. The medulla oblongata is the center through which cosmic energy feeds the entire body with prana, life force, or conscious cosmic energy. Now, the last one is the seventh chakra, the Sahasrara. No, let me say that again. The Sahasrara, Sahasrara chakra. It's located in the cranium at the top of your head. This center is traditionally known as the thousand-petaled lotus or crown chakra. Now, some people say the head chakra, the seventh chakra, is represents heaven, and the uh, lowest chakra, uh, you know, located uh, represents, you know, by your heel, you know, represents hell. So it's kind of deep, um, but those are what is in your body, uh, and the spelling again is C-H-A-K-R-A, chakra, if you want to Google it and kind of research it a little further. But in that, everything in life is a vibration. So everything we're going through in life vibrates at a certain frequency. There is also uh, what we call, let me just get to where I want to go, because the laws of vibration are how to use the universal law to your advantage. Um, understanding the 12 natural laws of the universe can help shift your perspective and approach to life. And while the law of attraction is the most well-known, the other laws deserve your attention too, including the law of vibration. Here's what this natural law is all about, plus how spiritual experts recommend using it to your advantage. So we're going to talk about the 12 laws of the universe the 12 universal laws are thought to be ancient and unchanging laws of our world. 
So this is this is what our parents and and four parents and the parents before them have had to go through, which is unchanging. Either you know it or you don't. And these laws are often associated with hopa, no popono, which is an ancient Hawaiian meditation for freedom. I ain't never heard of that. But some of the laws, however, are also attributed to hermetic philosophy going back to ancient Egypt. And over time, these laws have been passed down and made their rounds around the world. Today, plenty of people still use them to help manifest the life they desire and gain a deeper understanding of reality. And I know a lot of these things, Jenny, you you do, you just don't have that name to them. You know, just like You're you right. say. right, I really I, don't. Just like you say, <laughs> I do not have Just like you say, I do not, I, I ain't claiming this. I do not have this. And like you say, you know, say it out loud. I am I am not sick. I don't have this. You know, this don't apply to me. That's all the laws of attraction and manifesting positive things into your life. So when you're saying those things and using that philosophy, that's the premise that you're using. You just don't have, the, you know, this terminology behind it. But yeah, the second No, go ahead. Okay, I was just thinking of, and I'm usually uh, what you I'm listening to, what you're saying. But I can I relate a lot of things back to what Scripture says. Remember the woman who touched the hem of the uh, Jesus garment to be healed, and he had yep. to ask who touched me. Mm-hmm. She kept saying it in her mind, "If I but touch his God, just let me touch him." That's because right. Because really, so big at He kept saying, "I'm right. gonna touch him." I'm I just touched it. I don't want to, you know, because of what was happening in her body. But I, if I just want to just touch it. I, I, I'll be made whole. I just want to touch it. I'm like, you know, because it was wrong what she was doing. Every She broke every rule in the book because she wasn't supposed to be there in a crowd and all this stuff. Her social life, everything was over. And it had been going on for 12 years. If I was just touching yeah. her, just let me touch his garment, you know. And she, when she touched his garment and she was made whole. He, that's the Lord the, uh, that's, he said, wait a minute. He said, wait a minute. That's the only way he, she could get up there. She couldn't talk, uh, touch him. She was supposed him. to be there. But every, every, every Jewish law uh, was against her for being there because of what was happening in her body. If I could just touch, let me just touch him. Let me just touch him. Yeah. little something. Yeah. And she kept saying it in her mind over and over and over, crawling or reaching out, and she did, and she got what she wanted. In fact, well, he, there, he, there he, you go. Somebody That's touched a, me. Who touched me? Because he felt the power <laughs> pull out of his body. And that woman did it, you know, when you think about it. She did it. And that's exactly and was, what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, for George Mueller, he started those orphanages in, in England when children were just running around from the, from the, uh, uh, the problems with, the, uh, you know, the uh, just sickness and stuff that just swept through, you know, the entire community, and he wanted to know how to help children. He ended up building the orphanages in, in, in uh, England. But oh, he kept yeah. saying, I got to be This is a mission field. And while I was going through changes when I first got my kids, I would read and read. He said this. He was so in touch with the Lord. He said, well, if I put it together, Lord, you know you have to take out my poor man. I don't have this. I don't have that. But he started an orphanage, okay? And it took in a lot of kids who didn't have the money to be in an orphanage. You had to pay. I have to, you went to an orphanage. You had to some money behind you. They didn't have anything. They were running around on the street. 
and stuff. So what he did he, in his life of, you know, prayer and things like that, so the Lord take care of him, he talked about this one incident that happened. There was no food in the orphanage. Everything was clean. The kids were clean. And he set them all down at the table. And the kids said, what are we sitting down for? Ain't no food here. We ain't got nothing to eat. We ain't got And he made them all sit down. Sit down. And then he, he politely said, Lord, we, I thank you for the food that you have given us this morning. We thank you and all that. He prayed, okay? <laughs> there was a knock on the door. And come, to find out, <laughs> come to find out the baker had got up or had the, felt the need to get up. He got up and baked extra hot loaves of bread. He said, I, I just got up this morning. I just felt the need to bake some extra bread. And I got some bread here, nice and hot piping bread. Do you think your kids were going to? All right. They, they did, you know. And then after the baker had left, the man came up. Uh, there was another knock on the door. And so it was the milkman. <laughs> Come to find out, his truck had broke down right there at the doorway. And he said, I, wow. I, I, I can't use this milk. He said, you think your orphans can use the milk? He said, well, fine. They had hot bread and milk. That <laughs> and that's how All he right. said it. You know, he would pray and say, Lord, help that man, or that couple, um, you know, um, uh, uh, help support the orphans. He would tell the Lord that. And the Lord would move those people. All right. This is what you're exactly talking about. And and yeah. uh, and ask down. So those yeah, I just wanted to say share that. No, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. That's exactly yeah, what that we're was talking about true. tonight. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, think you have to some of fight things in your mind. Just because everybody catches the, the 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 thing, you ain't got to have it. No, uh uh-uh. Jesus paid for my stuff. I ain't going that way. You have to be determined mm-hmm. in your mind what you say is true. I remember uh, mm-hmm. he laid on my heart. A lot of times I'd be complaining, upset about things and all of that. And the scripture says, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God concerning you. And I remember when I first said that, I was so angry and nasty and acted ugly and everything. But he's telling you that's for his good because he knows he has already taken care of what you upset about. That's mm-hmm. true. Gratitude is That's the way of grabbing hold to Being positive Yeah. This is it. That's true. Being grateful. Everything's be grateful. not going to go like your way when you want it to. Things are going to come. Like I, today, I had an experience. I couldn't believe it, you know. But um, he has had. He, he has already taken care of those things in your life. Elsewhere, you have to believe you that got he it has. Fixed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy. But you have to believe that he has already done it. Yeah. That's has. true. Before, especially before the foundation of the world, he made his plans. And all we're doing is living them out. He made his plans. You're right about that. Hmm. It is. But that's all I got to share tonight, you know. No, that's no. I mean, Our that, wonderful that's got some more. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what we're talking about, you know. It is. And yeah. I mean, and you I touch think, the brain, you touch this, you that, yeah. Yeah, you, you never grow to learn. And I mean, no, you know, some things, yeah. some things, you know, we learn later in life, or or maybe we've been practicing all our life, but just didn't have the 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 the, the clinical terminology to say what it was. But we knew, and we were taught, you know, by our parents and our, our grandparents. Certain How things, they made it, you know. And, you know, just like they say, you can be whatever you want to be. You know, you can. What do you wait with your interest, yeah. yeah, it's more than words. You know, you have to believe that you can be. 
and, you know, you can have a lifestyle. And so um, even with the law of vibration, I don't think a lot of people understand that. I mean, you know, I'm sure we've all had negative, you know, been talking to somebody, and they're just talking negative. And it's like, okay, you know, bring, bring, can you bring this conversation up? Because right now you're depressing me. You know, you making me feel a whole type. You making me feel a whole type of way I don't want to feel because you bringing me down. You know, and so like they say, misery loves company, and so yeah. that's that's you know pretty much the same thing with the vibration. You know, bringing your vibration down. So the second universal law is the law of vibration, which is you know uh, everything. You know, every atom, object, and living thing is in constant motion vibrating at a specific frequency. The speed or rate at which something vibrates is referred to as its frequency, with the only difference between one object and another being the rate of its vibration. So you can think of this frequency as vibrational energy. And someone's energy or the energy of a physical space or a group of people isn't something you can see or touch, but it's something you can sense, feel, and react to. The whole, yeah, the whole idea behind this law is not only that we all have a specific vibrational frequency, but further that we can learn to adjust our vibration if we're caught in a low vibrational experience or scenario. And the more you attune to your own energy, the more you see how your vibes affect your entire experience. Um, And so, you know, just to touch on how to use the law of vibration to your advantage is one for manifesting. So in order to manifest anything, we must first match the vibration of which it is we're looking for. So, I mean, if you can't match that vibration, you can't get it. So you will only attract to yourself energy that matches up with your energy. You will only attract vibrations that match up with your vibration. If it's negative, it's negative. Yeah, I mean, that's why a lot of people wonder why they, you know, why they, uh, they're attracting stalkers, you know, or somebody crazy. I don't know why I just keep attracting. Attracting crazy men, you know, or crazy women. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah, you got to look at you, yeah. you know. Yeah, you the common denominator, you know. I keep attracting <laughs> these people. She tells us everything. Give thanks. Be thankful. Be right. thankful. Be yeah. It's you. So you say you want to manifest more wealth, but you constantly think about how you need more money. Remember, your thoughts also have vibrational energy. Your thought. I need more money actually holds a vibration of lack and could lead to a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, we have the power to dictate the frequency of our being by directing our own thoughts. And a lot of times, sometimes you have to, you know, deal with people from a distance uh, because, you know, just the words that you speak, you know, your brain hears it and it doesn't discriminate. You know, if you if you're talking in a tone that is a poverty tone, then that's what you're going to attract. That's what you're going to keep, and that's the space that you're going to be that you're going to remain in. And you know, um, I have to personally be conscious of the words that come out of my mouth because I know what I say will come to pass. 
one way or another, <laughs> good or bad. You know, so, yeah, you know, you have to be conscious of how you say certain things because your body and the universe interprets it the way that it hears it. Uh, another. Have you heard uh, of the, uh, oh, go ahead. Have you heard of this, uh, the saying that laughter is the best medicine? I have. Laughter. I have. Yeah, laughter. One man, he said, I've, I've heard this, um, he was sick and was sick with cancer, and he got and he went into a hotel and got a lot of funny, you know, uh, movies and, and Lauren Hardy, uh, Amos and Andy, everything. And he went into went to a motel or someplace by himself and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed, made himself laugh. It's like it's like a medicine. That's what you know. Just laugh and laugh until he until you could act crazy laughing. And nobody would see you, and it really improved his health. Laughter. Yeah, That's- I think I think we underestimate the power that okay, we have. We yeah, yeah, in controlling our environment, um, because you know somebody says I always get sick, or I never win anything. You know oh, that's what that's what happens. You get sick, you you gonna get sick again, and you ain't gonna you ain't gonna never win nothing. You know, I always get sick, or you know, I I I ain't never had this, or you know, I ain't never got that. You know, and so that's what is that's what the 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 universe that's your experience. Brings. Yeah, that's, your- yeah it, that's what your reality. That's the reality that you're creating, as opposed to that's saying true. That's you true. know, if you say something, you, a lot of people don't know that though. But, oh, I know they you don't. Know, you I know, said you, you, I have good health and I good good wealth. So well, that's, that's what you what should I'm say. Saying. That's like you know. Deep down inside of you, no matter what you're facing, when you know you just look at what you're facing and you're you're you're, you're not worried. You're calm. It's a. I think it's more like the peace of God. The mm-hmm. peace of God in the situation, you know, peace is taking over. You know, don't worry about it. But you have to say that. You have to say it, it and I it's like it. your body will understand, yeah, yeah. and it will do it. Yeah, but a lot of people don't know that. Well, that's just like that's that's like somebody quick. saying, "I'm I'm going to get a new car." You know, I'm going to get a new car this year. I'm going to get a new car. I'm, you know, you know, I'm going to get it. Not, you know, I've never had one, you know, I'm going to die without getting one, you know, and that's what, you know, that's what's going to happen. But if, you know, if you say, you know what, I'm going to get a new car. I'm going to get a new car. I'm going to get, and I'm going to get it this year. I'm going to get, I'm going to get me a new car in the next six months. And then, you know, lo and behold, it manifests. You know, that's and, and so, you know, when, when when you are able to see certain things manifest in your life, it's amazing. You know, and I'll give a recent I'll give a recent example for me. Um, you know, uh when my car died on me and cut off, you know, it's like, Okay, I gotta get another car. You know, so I called the credit union, you know, and and had them send me a check, you know, so I could purchase a new car. 
So I got a check sitting on the dining room table. And, you know, so I'm looking on the Internet. I'm looking for different cars. You know, okay, when am I going to buy? When am I going to buy? And so, you know, you know, I, I got I got some dream cars. Okay, now, you know, since I'm in the market, I might as well get something that I, you know, I really want. And, and lo and behold, one weekend, you know, I'm taking a walk, smoking a cigar on a Saturday, you know, walking by the car dealership. And lo and behold, I walk up on the car I've been looking at on the Internet, you know, and just amazing. So long story short, I end up buying it, <laughs> you know, uh, but it was just the way it came about. So, you know, I thank God for what he does in my life, and I work to practice these things. And not only for me, but you know, share it, share information with others. When I see other people need uh, certain things to get them over the hump, you know, or they're overwhelmed, you know, because you know, God has sent me through a situation and gave me strength to endure. You know, if I see somebody else going through the same thing, it's like, you know what, you know, I went through that. I came out on the other end, and, you know, these are some things that may help you. You know, this type of attitude or perspective will help you get through it without being stressed out and overwhelmed. Now, you still going to feel it, but, you know, if you meditate on it, it you know, and ask for strength to, to deal with it, then you can get through it, you know, because this too shall pass and it's not going to last forever. But, um, you know, God sends us through our trials and tribulations, and we have our, and that's what we call our testimonies. You know, when we've gone through something and survived it, <laughs> you know, it can tell yeah. somebody else about it. You know, we passed the test. Yeah, you know, well, so. we want to do that. But I did the same thing with my car, and I knew what I wanted, and I put it down on my, um, I have things that I put down that I say every morning. And lo and behold, I went to somewhere. It wasn't near us, but it was out somewhere. And I walked in there, and there it was. And lo and behold, I still have my car. And it's a two zero zero four, and I got it when it was two had been uh, used for two years, but I okay, still look. I'm still hanging on to my. <laughs> well, it sounds like it's time for a new dream. I know. Uh, am, I, am I supposed to keep it for help? <laughs> yeah, well, you drive That's to how the I feel wheel about and fall off. You know, it was like the fall off if you want, but there, there is something like out the there. I don't like the new ones. <laughs> but well, anyway. it's a lot you know, new, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of new technology out here. That's I true. know, I yeah. know. I like my old car. Hey, well, like I said, mine was 13 years old. Hey. And that was a funny thing how I got it, too, because I didn't think anybody would finance me. I had just come out of a, a bad bankruptcy, but I paid, did what I was supposed to. 
But that's, but, uh, that's when uh, my car got tore up. Oh, boy. One of my children was driving it. Well, you know, the, a car came out the side of it and smashed into it. And so I knew I had to get another car. And so here I am going out around trying to find it. And the dealers, they were, well, you know, the Americans, you know this. And to me, for black people, it was like it was a sin to buy a foreign product. It was just a sin. You weren't supposed to do that, you know. And, so, and I was coming down. And I said, well, just go in there and see what they say. And so I never forget, I went into the shop at Honda, and I said, do y'all deal with people with bad credit, <laughs> Japanese? He said, well, he said, well, 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 just, well, well just write the application out. And I made the application out. And he said, maybe give you a used car. I said, okay, and just give me something, okay. He said, maybe do this. And then I saw the car sitting there in the showroom. And when I got into the, this car, you know, because I had called AAA about it, maybe if I could get to change my insurance for a used car, maybe to do this. And so then finally I got into this Honda sitting there. And this was low. It was nice, though. But uh, And then I, what really made me feel good, I took the seatbelt, and I could put the seatbelt all the way around me. I said, oh, boy, you know, this guy, you know. And so I was just sitting in the car. And I said, I said well, have you, have you found the used car? And then, you know, he said, you like this car? I said, yeah, I like the car. He said, you really like this car? I said, it's nice. Said, well, what about the used car? Do you have a <laughs> I'm out on a used car? He said, you can have this. And he told me what it was going to be. The, the notes were going to be and everything. I said, and before I left that shop, I had my car. They pulled it out, dictated it up, and signed the papers. And there was like, I changed it, my AAA insurance, and I was gone. Because well, there the, you go. It is, and I've had it for 13 years. Well, you know, I've had mine for 20. I'm, Hey, I'm I'm well, you know, right now. I'm a uh, Even now, it it doesn't take that much work on it either, you know. No, nah, I got to get all the under parts, but but I'm still driving it, you know, the piece by piece, you know, and I'm, I'm getting things fixed up in it. But for 13 years, I could, I couldn't ask for it. I keep telling them, Jesus brought me this car. I don't care what they say. Well, that's good. You know, a lot of a lot is, of times, every, everybody does. Yeah, everybody doesn't put a lot of miles on cars, you know. Some people, I'm, not, it's, I'm, know, almost, I'm almost, let's see, I'm over 250000 on it. Yeah, everybody doesn't put a lot of miles on cars, you know. That's and true. Your, That's your, true. Your vehicles. But when, you know, when, when God <clears throat> sees a sign for something different, you know, he'll let you know, yeah. you know. He'll, he'll shut the car down and it won't start or you get tired of putting money in it, you know, more money but than they don't what have, the car is actually much worth. If you keep it service, it doesn't take that much. My girlfriend told me, she said she bought a Toyota years ago. You know, they would laugh at everything they made in Japan. But she bought this Toyota, and she drove it with, with just minimal maintenance, and she still had that car for about 14 years. In fact, she All gave right. it to her daughter when she went to um, to school, and the car was still going. Their, their right. savings, about 85% of their cars usually stay on the road for years, 85%. Oh, yeah. It's the last well, anything know, that came out of Japan. But they got us. Well, the, th- the thing is, just manifest it. You know, you manifest what you yes, want. Yes, it did. You know? Because, you know, I've been, and I mean, the difference is, it doesn't matter whether your car, you know, costs $3,000, yeah. $30,000, you know, as long as it gets you from point A to point B. So, you know, it all That's depends. True. And it's still doing that, yeah. And so, you know, yeah. be grateful for what you have. And you know, if God feels it's time for you to have a, a new blessing, and you know, you you hesitant to move, then he'll he'll make you know he'll make provisions for your car not to run no more. <laughs> and you'd be like, okay, 
I ain't got no choice but to get something different, you know. So well, I'm so then you have something different. <laughs> well, I mean, we we just talked about manifestation and laws. Manifestation, yeah, so, it is. But I didn't that, think that, that it was like a sin. Right. If your manifestation like is, I want to, yeah. I want to drive this car for another twenty years, and that's what you keep, you keep thinking. You, you, I don't want to. I want to keep, I want to keep driving this car. I want to keep driving this car, Lord. I don't want a car note. I want to keep driving this car. You know, then that's what's going. You know, that's what you put out. But, but you know, talking about the laws of attraction. Then the last thing I want to talk about is the pineal gland, which is often called third eye. Just like if you look at your money, you look at the dollar bill, and on the top of that triangle, they have uh, that over. They got that eyeball. <laughs> that's that. That's that the third all eye. eye. Yeah, that's it, and that's um, and we have one, you know, and it's kind of uh, like you know, they call it um, it's a Masonic, you know, ritual that talks about the third eye. But it's uh, often called the third eye chakra, this vital pineal, pineal gland located higher energy field is how and where we're able to tap into, which we can't see, taste, physically feel, hear, or smell. Because this powerful sixth sense transcends our five most basic senses. It makes itself known to us in another way. That is via our gut feelings. If you have a gut feeling about something or intuition, nine times out of ten, it's coming from your pineal gland. In fact, with the growing acceptance of this quantum field theory that we're all divinely connected to one another, a growing number of scientists believe the third eye intuition to be valid, verifiable phenomenon. Um and so a lot of people ask, how do I know when my third eye chakra is open and activated? Have you ever gotten a feeling that someone you love, and then they say, have you ever gotten a feeling that someone you love was in danger? Or moments later got a call to justify your feelings? Have you ever thought of someone seconds before they emailed or text you? And then they say the proverbial saying, all you need to know is already contained within. It's quite true and especially practical in this day and age and through meditation you can harness and develop this ability to an impossible level i mean some people you know can really be tuned in and masters of their insightfulness and spirituality and many high successful people owe whether knowingly or unknowingly their their fame and fortune to developing and trusting the data received from this activated third eye making it no coincidence that such a great majority of successful people practice meditation. Being able to know the unknown and see the unseen is a valuable superpower indeed. So, Which is now known in these days as being an empath. An empath? Uh, who, oh, yeah. Being an empath? Well, okay. I've heard that. I saw it on Captain Kirk. Yeah, an empath. They can feel the, the other people. Things are happening to other people. They're calling in the Bible, they're more like visions, too. Like the Apostle Paul, when he was blind, he had a vision of this man named Annas coming and laying hands on him. While he was fasting, he was blind, he neither drank anything, ate, and he saw in a vision. And then God sent this man to talk to him, this, uh, you know, his name was Ananias, 
dear Brother Paul, so you shall, you know, receive your sight and all of this. And he, and he did, but he could see him coming. He knew he was coming through visions and revelations. That's what we call them, too. You say being an empath. Yeah. Hmm? Being able to see and feel other things that come to pass. Oh, okay, because uh, the definition I'm looking at of empath, I-M-P-A-S-S-E, is a feeling of being stuck and unable to move forward, a psychological impasse, an impasse of feeling trapped and emotionally attached to a perspective that doesn't allow us to step into another stage of life. But I'm sure there are other definitions. Okay, I took it as E-M-P-A-T-H, empath. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I, um, okay. Yeah, let me uh, look at that definition. I'm looking at another word. Path. Okay. Let's see what this says. Uh, a person with paranormal ability to apprehend the mental or emotional state of another individual. Empath. Okay. What is an empath person? Is an individual who feels more empathy than the average human. Empaths are especially sensitive to the emotions and frame of mind of nearby individuals. Empathy is a natural state that enables a person to build an emotional connection through cognition with other individuals. Okay, empath. All right. Yeah, well, I think you know we covered uh, we covered a lot. You know, we still didn't cover everything I wanted to talk about, but I think I kind of put us on the track. Um, you know, the that, yeah. yeah, the chakras and everything in life is a vibration, and you know, we're talking about this third eye and our intuition and the laws of attraction and how to vibrate um, and manifest certain things into our life, and so I think that's where we are in 2024. I know that's where I'm at, you know. I'm riding around listening to The Secret in my car, you know, and I've had that, I've had this DVD or CD collection for years and never listened to it. And I've been riding around with it for a while, and then something just hit me like, hey, you know, you got this right here in the glove compartment. So I've been plugging mm-hmm. it in, and it's, it's been very, um, enlightening. Yeah, very enlightening. That's a great word, you know, because uh, sometimes, you know, we can kind of get thrown off or, you know, out of balance. And so, you know, um, you know, I've been checking my blood sugars every day, and most days, and, you know, my numbers have been great, you know, and I think that, you know, uh, that's because I'm not as stressed as I had been for a certain period of time. And, um and so, you know, just physically and just mentally being in a different space is, you know, showing up physically in my numbers when I check, you know, uh, my glucose in the morning. And so, uh, I'm, you know, this year is going to be a real spiritual year for me to be in touch with uh, my spiritual self and, and to manifest and, and attract. Um, certain things that I want to bring, you know, not only, you know, to my life because certain things being in my life, I bless other people with, 
You know, so, you know, I know it's not all about me. It's about the people that I can help. And helping other people helps me. So, you know, I just ask that, you know, the Lord trust me with um, the strength and the knowledge and the finances to do the things that will help to move others forward, not only in their knowledge and education of certain things that will help them in their lives and and educate them and, and, and you know, bring about more um, knowledge of history and where we come from that will make sense, in, you know, as far as the direction that we're going and, and politically where, you know, uh, these people are trying to take us back to and take away certain things, um, you know. So, uh, so I'm on a real, a real uh, journey to uh, manifest things in my life on a real deep basis. So, you know, so me studying these things and being able to share them, you know, with you all. Um, you know, hopefully it helps you all, or hopefully, you know, you know, it explains some things that you felt over the years and your intuition and and intuit and intuition and, and, and discernment and things of that nature. So um, I know we all want good health for ourselves, and I pray for good health for you know, for, you know, for all of you. Uh, as well as myself and, um, you know, the best life that we can possibly have. So, um, you know, we really have to think positive thoughts. And I think that there are instances, and it's so easy to be negative, you know, especially if we're dealing with pain or we're dealing with uh, lack of certain things or um, we're unhappy about certain things. It's you know, sometimes we default to the negative thing, you know, our mind just goes left. So um, I think in us training ourselves and training our mind and going to sleep thinking about something positive before we actually clock out, you know, you know, going to bed and think, you know, about something positive, you know, just try that, you know, while you're conscious, you lay in the bed, Get get you a positive thought, dwell on that until you go to sleep, and I'm sure it'll do wonders for you, you know, better than sometimes just going to sleep and letting your mind, you know, play tricks on you and, and think about whatever, you know, crazy stuff, you know, is going on in your life uh, and letting your mind control what you thought instead of being intentional with your own thoughts. So I think, you know, we have to be intentional. And we have to control what we can control, and especially when it comes to our minds and our bodies and the things that we can't control. Can't really worry about that so much. You know, we we got to put this stuff in God's hands and let him handle it. And if he's worked, you know, for you before and you've seen him work, then, you know, just believe and trust that, you know, he's still in the, in the same business and he's still doing what he does. And it's just all about us getting our minds right and getting our minds uh, where they're supposed to be and vibrating on the frequency that we need to vibrate on for the health of our bodies, for the health of our minds, for the, for the, the health and safety of our children and our grandchildren. Um, you right. know, 
So, you know, these are things that we have to be intentional about, you know. Um, you know, before my feet hit the ground in the morning, you know, first thing that comes, you know, I say thank you. I don't say it out loud, you know, but sometimes I do. You know, thank you. You know, and just being grateful for what we have. You know, like right now it's cold outside. It's a lot of snow. So if you're in the house and you got some heat and electricity and, you know, and you ate, you know, and you're not – your stomach ain't sitting there growling because you're hungry and you ain't got no food. And, you know, that's something to be thankful for. <clears throat> the fact that we're able to sit down and, you know, fellowship with each other and listen and talk, um, that's a blessing, you know, um, because we all have expiration dates, you know, and there will be hmm. a time when we no hmm. longer are here ourselves. You know, we all going to check up out of here. You know, but today just don't seem to be that day. So, you know, to be thankful and grateful um, that, you know, it's better to be seen and viewed, as they say, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you all decided to check in and spend your Friday Friday evening with us, you know. Um, yeah. And Jenny White thank you, thank and Miss Lucy you. and Miss Dorsey, you know, so that we can talk I miss about Margaret. And Miss Margaret. And Miss Margaret. Margaret. What's going on? Yes, she's going to be Margaret there. Miss California. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she was here. Yeah, she was in California. Was we went, we went out there. We saw. Last week, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. all right, Miss uh, Miss Lucy, you have any final words before we... uh? Get off the phone tonight. Get I'm off just trying to think about the subject up. Because you can, be, you can be concerned and worried about what's going to happen for the future. I have to be counter-reminded that he's taking care of the day and all of that. All and right. uh, being positive about your day. I, I see some of the experiences I haven't had today. <laughs> you know, but uh, he brought me through it. He brought me all through right. it. And I pray for it. I really do. Amen. Amen. How about you, Sister, uh, Sister Dorothy? Thank you for this message today. I've been blessed yeah. by um, this program two weeks in a row. Just the subject. Yeah, uh, on the subject. Because tonight I was reminded of things that I need to be doing. All right. I, Years ago, um, my aunt told me, and I never understood it, that I was mm. an empath. And All she right. said, but she said, the problem with you is that you don't know how to use your gift because you put everybody before you. Mm. That's it. And I, I really didn't realize it until last week when wow. the guest was on. And wow. I said, this is so right. I put everybody's needs ahead of my own, and then hmm. I wonder sitting up here complaining. Well, this week I, I changed it around. All right. Look up. I even hmm. heard from people I haven't heard from in years. Wow. And it's two separate <laughs> people. And I had All to, right. to say to one of the people who is always me unless you need it or wanted something. And I asked her, I said, well, what is it that you need or you want? 
And okay. she said, oh, I just can't call you. No, you don't just call me. Oh, man. You always call when you find the need that you can use me to get what you need. And All right. This is a new year, and I'm not doing that anymore. Hmm, okay. And then tonight you reminded me about the chakras. I've, I've known about the chakras for years, mm-hmm. read up on it, studied up on it. All right, yeah. So when you get my age thing, just don't be hanging with you no more. Sometimes you uh, need a reminder. Yeah, yeah. So, so sometimes we forget more than, you know, people that people ever learned, you know. So, no, I get it. And that's why, you know, you know, we try to help others and, 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 you know, reconnect with the things that, you know, uh, will help us spiritually, mentally, you know, and sometimes physically. Emotionally, yeah. Emotionally, yeah, everything. You're right. So, you know, it was important, and um, and we'll continue with this next week if Jenny White wants to talk about it, but. I felt that it would uh it would be beneficial and I figured, you know, we would we would have some fun with it, you know, um because we all want some things in our lives that we don't currently have that would make our quality of life a little better. And so, you know, uh it's just a matter of what we need to do to get it and be patient until it comes. All so, right. you know, Yep, so that's that's my my words for the night. How about you, Jenny White? What you gonna send us off with? Uh well, uh one thing that I'm saying is that you can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you're where you are and change the ending. That's what, that's what you can do. You can't you can't go back. And that's oh, uh, that's something that you really can't do. That that no, can't, can't do that, you know. So no, but you, you know, sometimes when you start thinking about it, and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, you got to start from you, today. Yeah, you can't yeah, do nothing about the past. Look at, where in the where are mirror, you? Do... You can start where you are and change the ending. So, yeah, looking at the mirror. Thank you that you were here, and uh, California was here, and uh, you know I'm just glad everybody came, especially (laughs) (laughs) Miss Margaret. (laughs) Yes, yes, yeah. She gonna always be here. Bless her heart. Okay. All right, but, everybody. You know, well, Dorothy and and how would you say? No, I was no, just, I was just trying saying to get Dorothy up. and Lucy and you know yeah, and Margaret. Just, you know these people they're here all the time. So yeah, they ride ride a dial, ride a li- ride yeah. a live, however you want to say. Yeah, it. So, yeah. But uh, hey, so we're gonna have to have we're gonna have something going for you guys. Um. I don't know what it is, but it's going to be something. But thank well, you guys for, something. huh? What did you say? <laughs> I said this was something. It was a good subject, bringing you back to, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, we, well, we, already well, we, about, 
we about to uh we about to play this this outro music, so we about to end the show. So see y'all next week. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Okay, you too.